0: Today on Parent Time, we talk to the man behind the fluffy tail, Andy Walker, aka King Bunny from Bunny Racket on Benny Asking People Questions. <music> Orson Wells once quipped about his career, most people start at the bottom and work their way up. I started at the top and worked my way down, a sentiment befitting of my next guest. However, unlike Wells. My guest's volcanic explosion into the upper echelon of the children's music scene shows no sign of scaling back and making its way down the ladder. With a very clear mission and an incredibly considered product, he has forged his way onto the world stage with the help of a Gibson guitar and an old Chev. I am delighted to be joined by him here now, the one and only Andy Walker, a.k.a. King Bunny from Bunny Racket. Thanks, Andy, for joining me.
1: Hey Benny, good to see you, man.
0: Yeah, I'll thank speak you. Speak to you. <laughs> speak to me, um, dude. Let's just start from the top. Let's talk Bunny Racket and King Bunny. Where did where did it where did it germinate for you? Where did, how did to begin?
1: Oh, it, it all began when I started spending time with children. I guess it 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 sort of my pinpoint would be about twelve or thirteen years ago, oh, yeah. when I... good friends of mine started having kids and and. By good friends friends that were spending a lot of time at my house and mm. um playing music with us and um yeah, all of a sudden there was there was kids running around our jam room in our studio and I really liked that, you know yeah. I thought it was great energy having kids running around and being being involved in what yeah, we were sure. doing, so I always tried to include them with what with with the recording process and 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 part of that was you know helping them or getting them to help me write songs mm. and just seeing how much fun they had with it, you know. So I guess I always in my mind thought it would be so great to do a really awesome rock record for kids. Why not, you know. So uh, I was kind of busy doing my own (laughs) rock records for a long time and then, yeah, and then my world went into child territory. We ended up having kids and like more kids around and my sister had kids and, you know, it just make, made a lot of sense yeah yeah so I I was working with a fella um, called Brant Bjork uh, he's a drummer in Los Angeles and he's
0: yes, I'm sure many people uh, know the name <laughs> yeah
1: he, he's amazing right he he was a bit of a hero of mine when I was growing up and um, I was lucky enough to start doing shows with him and it was about that time he he uh, had a new kid as well Uh, On this tour we were doing, we were chatting about this idea of Bunny Racket. This is pre-Bunny Racket. Mm. (laughs) It didn't have a name then. (laughs) I just kept saying, this thing's got legs, man. So it was called This Has Got Legs every time I talked about it. You know that (laughs) This Has Got Legs project I'm talking about? Yeah,
0: we should do an album. This Has Got
1: Legs. (laughs) Totally. And, um, yeah, I mean, it it was one of those things where whenever I mentioned this idea to people that I liked working with, they'd go, Mm. wow, this is great, man. Like a whole receptive new audience of people that we can inspire this sure. is this is awesome let's do it so it was that that really pushed me to make it happen you know just yeah. having having heroes get excited about it i guess
0: yeah because you also you've sort of mentioned a few times that um uh, you know obviously the rock the the just the the rock position that you found yourself in and what you loved. I mean, you you sort of mentioned a few times that you've looked around and didn't really find that represented in kids' music anyway. Did you, when you were talking to these other people, uh, I mean, were you all in the same boat? Were you all a little bit disgruntled that you couldn't find it in kid version? I guess
1: so, but I wouldn't even say we delved too deep into it, to be honest. It Mm. was more the music. That we were listening to, we wanted to share with the kids, and, and I always have, you know, like I love, you know, I love throwing on example yeah. of an album at Bathtub, at Bath Time, <laughs> and, and and giving the kids a tub to some rock and roll. It's <laughs> always great. But yeah. I guess I get guess this is coming from um, an angle of well, what about a band that kids can share with their parents rather than parents can share with their kids?
2: Deep inside the jungle, if you're ready for a trek. The jungle Jack you with a bell around his neck so when
0: look, it's an incredibly um it's an incredibly well-crafted project just having a look at all the stuff that that sort of goes along with bunny racket and I guess with particularly with kids stuff but music in general most people sort of they do the music they see how it sits they sort of start building an on uh, uh, an audience and then you know they move on to you know do we do another album and so on and so forth you kind of I mean you just erupted on the scene <laughs> kind of like you well, just kind of landed. Well, I sort of figure there's sort of three reasons for that. I reckon is this is this the way you wanted to set yourself apart from what already existed or is this how you approach stuff or is do you just really believe in in this product? Well, probably a little of all of that, but not probably not the first one so much. I wasn't
1: trying to set myself apart from from anything really, I was just uh, you know when, whenever I've made music, I've tried, I tried to enter with an eruption. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's kind of the way forward, I think. And and the good thing about Bunny Racket is I had a whole lot of time. You know, there was no urgency. There was no one saying, "We need this record in six months, mate." Come on! It was I had a whole lot of time at home with my wife and my my kid to sort of put my head. In all different angles, and think about it from all different sort yeah. of ways, and and think about the best way to do it, and and I just wanted it to be great. I didn't want it to be a, a, a you know a half attempt. You know, I wanted it to to be what I wanted it to be. So I didn't I didn't um, push the boat out until I was ready.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I mean it comes across that way, doesn't it? Like you're saying, you, you've been thinking about it for fourteen odd years. Um, it it looks like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it man. looks like Smoke you didn't. A mirror, like, yeah. you know? <laughs> totally, it didn't look like you woke up in January and went, "Hey, let's do that." <laughs> um, so it's obviously this 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 thing had been sort of going around in your head for that long, and you'd had obviously your heroes and things like that on board. Did actually becoming a parent yourself did it inform? Like, did you did, did it did it two things did it solidify what you wanted to do more or did it make you go actually i need to approach maybe from this angle like did anything change once you became a parent apart from just the drive to want to do it
1: i think a lot changes and it you, you start thinking of yourself you know I, personally thinking of myself as a father and and um what what do you respect about your parents what is it you really like um and it's seeing your seeing anyone really not just your parents but seeing people do what they love and what they're good at is pretty inspiring and I you know i've I've always loved rock and roll and I've always loved playing music and I like everything that goes along with it you know I, th- I feel like rock and roll is more than more than a type of music it's a it's a way of life you know and I and I just thought you know what like my my first kid is called wolf and I thought wolf is just gonna be so stoked if we are doing something that makes us happy and makes everyone around us happy, this is a fun thing to do, and this is an important thing to do, you know. And and he can watch me do something that's kind of ridiculous, and it works. It's like, wow, you can do anything. Yeah, this guy's dressing like a rabbit and jumping around in front of a bunch of kids, and it's working.
0: Yeah, you know? I think what also is quite beautiful about that is is it's not ridiculous to him. I think I think like you you sort of touched on it before. It's an incredibly genuine beautiful way to bring your child into your life and also to introduce your life to your child totally you know what i mean like there's often with with any career i guess there's a bit of a separation between how do you bring your children into that whereas you kind of just open the door and went hey dude yeah just come, yeah. come on in and see what your dad does and my gift to you is i'll do it i'll do it for you you know
1: yeah, well, I mean, it's a—he's given me the gift to want mm. to do it, and he, you know, he's, you know, with with any creative project, um, you know, you have your you're on fire, and then you're like, mm. God, this is ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> where is everyone? What's going on? And but my mate Wolf is the whole time, and now his brother—they're just like,
2: Go mm. dad, go yeah.
1: dad, let's do this. It doesn't matter, if you know, yeah. if if there's if there's no one at a gig. <laughs> you
0: know, those, if that was
1: the case they would be up the front so Slam true. dancing so And true. That's, that's, uh, that's enough
2: oh. Among the cactus and under the sun Two coyotes They went for a run Into the desert and onto the land They found a stick like
0: You basically went straight into the series, from what I can gather. So not not straight into releasing it, but that seemed to be one of the principal objectives right from the get-go. Is that that fair to say? Yeah. Well,
1: I've always loved um, live music for the fact that you can hear it and see it. Um, And I know that children seem to really respond to that, you know, being Mm -hmm. visual is just as important as what you hear, you know, audio. So... I thought, you know, this is going to work best if kids can see what's happening with these songs, you know. I think the songs are good, but I think they're better when there's something visual, like a story that goes along with them, and and in doing that you've got this means to, you know, bring something important into the, into the episodes as well.
0: Yeah, and I actually, I, that was kind of my next question as well, because I kind of, like, listening to the songs, I and then with the with couple of episodes you said, I was listening to the songs and kind of going, these songs seem to feel like they only exist with a visual. And then when I saw some of the episodes with the visual, I went, okay, well, the songs do make, not, not that they didn't make sense before, but th- there was a whole different type of connection to those songs once you could actually see something attached. To
1: them. Totally. Trattle, to rattle, to rattle. I mean, it's changed along the way, but all these songs are written with a visual. I mean, any song I write's got a kind of visual Mm. in my head and it's just about, um, you know, making that work. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Without it looking like, actually, that doesn't look like what was in my head. That looks a bit freaky and scary. Yeah,
0: it's so true. Yeah, Maybe not everyone needs to see what's in your head, but uh, the the music's good. It's filtered, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. So, because, I mean, you you know, I just look at songs like Koala Bear and to me that's just... You know, I, it it exists as a standalone song, but I but I but it de- hearing it makes me desperately want to see. It's like Barracuda. I listen to bar- which, just FYI, is the greatest lyrics lyrics as far as lyrics go. Barracuda is <laughs> about the greatest children's song I've ever heard. It's but a mouthful. <laughs> it's amazing, but but I listen to that song and I'm desperate to see a visual, and and not because I need it, but because I but I'm genuinely really interested to see what you're gonna. Or you, or or King Bunny, is going to do with that that content, you know? And I kind of feel that through the whole album, and that's kind of why I ask the question: What comes first? Because I kind of all of it. I, I enjoy the songs, but then I also sit there going, you know, but I'm I'm very excited to see what goes with that, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I I'm excited to to get them all yeah. done and and working because that's kind of where I'm at at the moment with mm. them. I'm I've I've got storyboards and. And finished records and, and, and some pilot episodes. But the, to complete the series is, mm. you know, it's an expensive undertaking. Yeah. The way I want to do it as well, like I don't want to cut any corners and I want it to have high production values, just like the album. Um, there's two albums now, but there's one that you've heard is that yep. first one, which I'm doing the series for, and there's another one
0: in the back pocket. Mm. But I've yeah, heard rumors about... you've, I've actually heard rumors you've recorded another three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, I, I took a
1: lot of songs. <laughs> I got a lot of songs.
2: Super Bee Haunted Cobra, Super Bee Haunted Cobra, Barracuda, 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 barracuda Firebird Mustang Cooder, Firebird Mustang Cooder, Barracuda, 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 Barracuda. barracuda, barracuda, barracuda
0: animals actually but while we're talking about that because the other thing about the the album the one that we've got is, is it's um, i kind of i kind of a, it's quite amusing that it's it's not farm animals it's not australian animals it's not jungle it's not even living animals i mean there's a mammoth <laughs> woolly mammoth like it was there is there is it i mean what is it what what do you just go oh that's what's in my head at the moment is that it's more about what was in my head when i was.
1: Four years old. I got to be honest. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's all my favourite things, and and not just like the first album is all about animals. I think there's 24 songs that Mm. I wrote all about animals, and that was the plan. Having a having a record in a series called King Bunny's Rock and Roll Animals, Um, and every album that I release, I want to have a different theme. So the second one I recorded is um. it's called Bunny Racket in Space, and that's all about space travel and, awesome. and um, spaceships and planets and black holes and just, amazing. You know, it's, it's, and I recorded it with the guitarist from Monster Magnet, so Jesus. it's got this real space yeah. rock sound to it, um, but going back to the animals factor, everything that I write about and everything I do, it, it sort of has to be checked by my um, kid self, you know, which is still yeah. alive and well, and, um, well, it-
0: I can hear that because there's a, I've read a few things that you've mentioned in the past about this idea of, you know, kids' content returning to like a simpler time. And, and, yeah. and you've said it several times. And I, and I don't suspect you're suggesting that, um, you know, the times for kids now are just too complicated and convoluted. But, but is there a part of Bunny racket for you as well to kind of, reflect on your own childhood and hand that over to your kids as well? Like, is there, there's obviously this bigger marker for it, but there's also a bit of a more of a personal thing in it for you to kind of go, Absolutely. hey, kids, this is – hey, Wolf, this is the stuff your dad was into.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, you get some people sort of saying, oh, no, kids, kids expect a lot more than that right now. I'm like, what are you saying? Like a, a two-year-old kid is going to expect – three dimension and television well that's kind of wrong like we're all the same when we when we start out you know so what appeals to me as a as a small child will probably appeal to my kids and your kids yeah you know
0: yeah kids don't change
1: unless they just get completely bombarded by that sugar pop crazy ridiculous mess that can be projected off a tv screen you know what i mean
0: Your one thing about the the, uh, the album that I was listening to is, um, you know, this idea that your stuff's simple. It's not necessarily simplistic, but Barracuda is another good example where you just have, you know, you just say Barracuda and, and the Koala Bear as well. You just sort of repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, and it just kind of doesn't need any more than that, you know. And I don't. It, it allows the kids to just focus on the rest of what the whole thing, you know. Is that is that kind of am I just talking out of turn there?
1: No, no. I mean that works. I mean it's. I, I look at it like colors you know there's primary mm. colors and then there's all the other colors around mm. it and primary colors are always the strongest right and it's mm. kind of like i find that with rock and roll um the stuff that i love like i love all sorts of music mm. um, but but rock and roll in its in its sim- simple form like the Ramones or kiss or ACDC is pretty potent stuff you know it's like undeniable and and it's got its strong presence and that's kind of what I try and do with the lyrics and with the music
2: what's your favourite red fruit what's your favourite red fruit what's your favourite red fruit a mango banana coconut A chicken. A chicken is not a fruit. A chicken is not a fruit. A chicken is not a fruit. A chicken is not a
0: fruit. You sort of talk about growing up. You grew up outside of Perth, and it was very deserty out there. And I get this sense that boredom is kind of. Your, my secret weapon. Yeah, like when you're bored, and as a kid, it sounds like when you were bored, you you found a way to create adventure and create mystery in your world. And I get the sense that that comes through in Bunny Racket as well. The music's very, it's very. It's, it's not sparse, but it's quite empty. There's room to sort of walk through it. You know, you've, you, the drums aren't overwhelming. The guitar sounds are, are thick, but they're not overwhelming. And you literally, the majority of it's just bass, guitar, drums. Yeah. And it's the same with the series as well. There's a lot of space. It's not too overcrowded. Is that, is that a thing that you measured or is that a thing that just happens in you? Like this idea that you can create something quite complex in quite little with a, with a, with a small amount.
1: Yeah, I mean it's very intentional because, mm. I mean it's it's easy to get lost in the studio. <laughs> it really yeah, is. Sure, like, it's yeah. a lot of fun, and you know you just want to pull out all the toys. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And just spend hours on one track, and but I think it takes a lot of restraint to sort of pare it back and keep it simple and keep it like keep it easy to work with, and and I, I think it retains more power like that like I was saying you know I think some of the some of the best songs you know in the world are like that they're simple it's the song rather than the production
0: obviously the album touches quite heavily on on you know rock that you're obviously quite passionate about but then saying that within that simplicity you do you do sort of step out of it every now and then. There's a couple of gentle shifts, like the drum beat in uh, Rabbit in a Hat and then Howl. It kind of puts it in this late 80s, 90s sort of Jesus and Mary chain pixies <laughs> kind of uh, boogaloo is kind of the same. I mean, was there also an element of you putting this together and kind of, you know, once you sort of realized what it was, you started go, actually, you know what, this, you know, I want kids to experience this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, or was it just coming out of you and it was just that simple? You were just that
1: bit of both you know like when i was writing the songs before we hit the studio it was like i would be, in, you know i might be listening to a black sabbath album like on high rotation that mm. week and that'll that always that'll inform inspires or you know it, it sort of has its measures on on the songs that i'm making so so that happened a lot
0: yeah yeah sure you can hear it <laughs> and i don't you know
1: i wear it on my sleeve like no you know it's i think it's a good thing like to hear your influences in your music yeah. there's nothing it's nothing to hide behind and I think I think uh, you know if it introduces kids to great music as well like their, their parents might go wow well, this sounds this sounds a lot like the Ramones
2: um, you know have you heard the Ramones? Wishing uh, you could be up there above the trees into the air so high you wouldn't dare
0: To, um, I want to talk about Lee Shelton, the American pimp from St. Louis, Missouri. You familiar with him? This is Stagger. <laughs> this is Stagger, dude. You got Stagger Lee into a children's album. Yeah. Yeah. Did, that was? I'll tell you the story. Right yeah, on that. tell me that story. But before you do, right. it, that baseline <laughs> just be just the because it it for me it's an it's a very um, it's faithful. Representation of Nick Cave's staggerly, oh, even the bass line. Yeah. yeah, is that something you had to actually get permission for? Well, no,
1: because I haven't released that.
2: Oh
0: yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, everyone it's, listening.
1: It's, <laughs> it's it's part of the it's part of the recordings, but uh, as far as releasing the record, that's it hasn't been done. That that one's not on there yet. So okay, it's um it's like a yeah, I have spoken to the record label about it. It's a confusing one because that song. That song was written in the early 30s and has been it's been borrowed and changed and re-recorded hundreds and probably thousands yeah. of times. Yeah. Um, I just happen to really like the Nick Cave. Version. Oh, yeah, it's good. And it's probably the least kid-friendly
2: song <laughs> I've ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, it like...
2: Yes. Way back in Teddy Town when times were tough. He had one arm missing. He was full of fluff. Staggerly. He was the meanest teddy bear in all the land. He had the biggest pot of honey in his red right hand. Staggerly.
1: I was in Texas with a friend of mine and we were doing a road trip. Down into Big Bend, which is Southwest Texas, down along the border of Mexico, and um, was in my my mate lives over there and he's got he had an old charger, so we were driving along in this charger, and I was telling him, like, it was kind of beautiful driving through the desert in Texas in an old charger, talking about this record, and he. He is a Nick Cave said, Beast fan. He's, He's just like, man, if you can got, get Stagger Lee on a kid's record, I'll be really impressed.
0: <laughs> you went, me, yeah, me like, too. <laughs> doing I'm it,
1: staggaling. doing
2: it, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so all the teddies turned their backs and they walked away. The teddy dance was due to start, so they all said, Yay!
0: Yeah. But not staggerly. He watched all I was. Kind of surprised that it had a happy ending. For some reason, I was still waiting for something. Yeah, yeah, something, <laughs> something terrible to happen to it. And, and then then said, "Like, yeah, everyone's friends." I was kind of like, "Oh, yeah, of course, this is a." It's a,
1: no, it's a really ending. happy ending.
0: <laughs> a, yes, for everything I know about Stagger Lee and 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 that the history of that, it's a pretty happy ending. It's a very yeah. happy ending. Yeah. Now, also talking about that song, you've got nineteen tracks on the album but you've just told me it wasn't released but that song is the only one i can see or i can feel that you end it with this one minute guitar solo yeah well that's in a genre though that's begging for guitar solos (laughs) why that one and why did you only leave it for that one well
1: that's robbie krieger playing guitar on that track and that i just gave him a bunch of my tracks um there's a story behind Robbie being part of this record. Robbie's the guitar player from The Doors. Yep. And he just got a hold of that track and went, oh, my God, this is just begging for some squealing wah solo. And it's just like,
0: come <laughs> <Sure>. on, man.
1: <laughs> you play with it. Do whatever you want. You're the boss. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's he puts little flourishes throughout the record. I think he plays on six tracks on, yeah. on Rock and Roll Animals. But, um, yeah, that's – that. it just – it's a nice... I kind of yeah. imagine that song sort of fading into nothing, you know, with that really beautiful sounding guitar. I recorded that first album 100% analogue out in Joshua Tree and um this new one I or the space one I recorded at Robbie Krieger's studio yeah. in LA Jesus. and that was just like like the best studio I've ever walked into in my life <laughs> and the guy uh, Michael Demas, he he did Dwight Yoakam and Devo mm. and a whole lot of stuff he he um was the producer or the, you know he engineered produced it wow and um that was amazing. He's just like, you know, who we should get to come down. We should get the mothers of invention to do like, like backup on this track. I'm like, go on.
0: <laughs> All right, here's my phone. Put your money where your mouth is. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> wow, it must yeah. be amazing just having people like that stand uh, like s- s- step up to it and be that that. that's rad. Interesting. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Like, I wouldn't.
1: That's where the that's where it, that's how it sort of kicked off. Like having Robbie. Mm. Behind or Robbie as part of it really got the ball rolling for me. I thought it was just a random hookup.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, he did
1: heard they, the record. Yeah.
0: Did they, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, did they, did they, because you're having this kind of lineage play on your other stuff, or is it really just Bunny Racket that brought, has brought that in? Um,
1: no, it's just Bunny Racket. Like, <laughs> I I didn't really ask anyone to play on my other records, and it's, yeah. like, they're totally different sort of, you know, it's different music. Mm. But, um, I'd i only bunny racket, yeah. now That's all I'm doing. Little
2: dog bark, seven big dogs run away. Little dog bark seven big dogs run
0: away. Now I'm not a young There's one um song Little Dog Barks, um little uh sorry not little dog barks it's um yeah is that what's called little dog barks? yeah yeah you got that beautiful long line little dog barks and bigger dogs run away if you were to look at like kind of traditional messages stuff for kids or things you'd sort of want to share this is for me probably one of the most overtly message driven songs that you have um it, it was this you know, like the idea of a smaller boss being able to be the boss of the bulldog and in charge of the hounds. I mean, it, are you thinking this deeply about it, or is this me thinking too deeply about it? No, I think it's pretty. You know, it's it's there. It's just it's
1: pumping pumping little kids' tires up. You know, you want you want to you you want your kids to be confident in the, in the world and not to be not to be scared, not to be worried. And it's it's just yeah. You no, know, I, I add that to it. There's a couple of songs on the second record that have that same sort of theme. Um, doesn't you know, yeah. it's okay to be little. Yeah. You can be the boss. It doesn't yeah, yeah. matter.
0: Yeah. Um are these are these albums just fun to make? They're so much fun to make.
1: Like they're amazingly fun to make because I get to just I get to ask Whoever I want to come and play on yeah. these recordings and play live with me, I get to. Play, I get to play yeah. with people I love to work with. You know, it's, and, I'm and, lucky.
0: And why are these people? I mean, I, I have a suspicion as to why these people are all so receptive to it. But do do you have an idea? I mean, do you think this the people wanting to be part of it is just born from friendship, or do you think it's born from you know they're all becoming parents themselves and they're and they're in a genre that they're going? Well, where is this genre for kids? Yeah,
1: that that too. I think it's. I think, I think a lot of them think it's a great idea and a real privilege to be um, inside a child's head at that early age and add something meaningful. Um, You know, I remember all the things that I loved as a kid, you know, like skateboarding and He-Man and Alice in Wonderland and Scooby-Doo and BMX bikes and, you know, all that stuff. I have vivid and clear memories about Yeah, All of it. I can, you know, and I also have very vivid memories about things that I didn't choose to put there as well. Yeah, sure. Um, Like Whispering Jack. (laughs) I could sing that album word for word still.
0: (laughs) But but yeah, it's the last album you want to be able to sing word for word. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, totally.
1: That's just because of the age I was at when my parents were listening to it in the car. And it's like, wow, you know. Um, So I think... I think all the people that I've sort of asked yeah. to be involved in this, I, I've asked the people that I thought would be happy to be, take part in it sure, as well. Sure, sure. And usually because there's kids of their own or, you know, in Robbie's case, they're, his kid's older than me now. Mm. so um, But he, he...
0: Yeah, he still has that idea. He, and
1: yeah, yeah he just knows the importance of music for him personally and I do for me personally. And everyone that I work with is a musician, Um to some degree. Yeah. <laughs> and um you know, we all yeah. know how important music is. How the wolf goes how.
2: The, the wolf is a dog with thick soft fur There's sometimes a heat, there's sometimes a hood. From the heat of the desert to the cold of the snow. The wolf is my friend and I want you to know.
0: It's kind of interesting. I haven't really thought of it that way. About the whole, you know, we we are mindful of what we put on in terms of when we want our children to hear something. But that idea of when we're not conscious of what they're potentially listening to, like talking about the whispering jack, is there no, a idea. part? Of, is there a part of Bunny Racket for you that um, is is almost like an obligation? Like, do you feel? Do you know what I mean? Do you kind of look around and go, oh, this is not this isn't represented for kids?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't call it an obligation, but I definitely think it's a, it's it's something that we all need. Uh, Not not necessarily all need. I'd say there's a big percentage of families that get this and go, oh, thank God, (laughs) you know,
0: (laughs) yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. this is
1: great. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm like no
2: worries, enjoy it.
0: know much about kids music prior to this i mean no yep, and i
1: still don't <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> I, I i listen to some every now and then i'll listen to something and go wow that's great and really clever um I'll, to be honest i've avoided it um for the most part um but you know recently like, being part of part of this now it's like I'm introduced to a lot more of it. And it's, you know, there's some really cool people doing cool things. Yeah. For kids, And it's coming from the right place. There's also a lot mm. of rubbish.
0: Yeah. Yeah. People
1: that don't think kids really need high production values and don't think kids care about this or that. And it's like, well, only because I haven't experienced good and bad versions, um, you know? Yeah. And kids like ourselves are all really different and, different kids will respond differently to your music, to my music, to all these other performers' music. And it's like, I think if people are doing it. It's coming from the right place. There'll be an audience for it, definitely, and it'll resonate with some kids more than others. I mean, some kids will, you know, be, they'll, <laughs> there's a very small percentage of kids at bunny racket shows that'll stand there with their fingers in their ears, you know, just going, whoa. <laughs> but that's because their
0: parents are.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. well, or that, you know. They're not rockers, but that's yeah, all right. Not everyone has
0: right, to yeah. be a rocker. No, and I think and I think that's the the, the, the point of it, isn't it? Is and I think that's what this movement is, is it's just basically providing this platform of options. Yeah, it's alternatives, to,
1: it's alternatives to what, uh, to uh, an, I would call it an industry, maybe, but it's an industry that didn't have a whole lot of options.
2: Here's a guy that loves me.
0: He's there through thick and thin. Big Brown Dog. One song, in particular to me, feels like someone else is quite heavily involved in that. <laughs> is that yours or is yeah, that's s- mine. Yeah, my. Is that you singing on that? No. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take yeah. that back then.
1: <laughs> I think. Well, Brant Bjork sings. He does all backups on that record. Yep. So I think he counts it in actually. Song,
0: yep,
1: so that's why it it probably doesn't sound like me straight off the bat, but he does all the harmonies on that, so he's got a definitely got a different voice than me. Yeah, he's a very cool voice.
0: Playing live um, and and now that you've seen the first album sort of uh, get in out there, has it has it changed or informed the way you've written the others? Because it sounds like it's just pouring out of you at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, playing live, I love playing live. That's mm. my favourite part of this whole project. There's so many different elements but the mm. live, playing live is my, my favourite. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if the gigs or anything have changed what I'm writing about but there's definitely I I know what works live and I know what the guys I'm playing with like to play and what Mm. feels best when we're playing so that that definitely um, that definitely sets it in a direction for what what comes next for sure
0: Is it still pretty solitary the writing process? I mean are you still flying over and doing it um, do you know what I mean? Or, or the members of the band become a little bit more involved because they're now a bit regular, aren't they? Because originally,
1: now we've understand. got a solid band. Yeah, we've got a solid band. It's been there's been sort of three different variations, but now it's proper. Actually, I say that, but um, Hamish or Boom Boom Bunny, as he's called, um, is on tour for the most the, the larger portion of this year with Mother. Yep. So um, there'll be a couple of Fill in drummers.
0: Yeah, exactly. I can't play, guys, because I'm with Wolf Mother. I've got to go and do that. Oh, damn, I can't play the RSL in Byron <laughs>
1: tomorrow because I'm playing to 70,000 people supporting Guns N' Roses in yeah. Amsterdam. Sorry, man.
0: Yeah. And then do you do like, do you give him a tut on that? Like, is that a kind of reply? Or... Three strikes, are out. Three strikes, maybe? yeah. Yep. Yeah. Three, three world tours. Um, yeah. out, and, you're, and you're out of my, my kids' band. That's right. Um, Look, just a couple more questions and I'll let you get on with, with with which is pretty awesome stuff that you've already been doing so I'm assuming there's a there's a list of more awesome stuff to get on with um, how long do we have to wait for the show
1: look so at this stage the record which you've heard has not been released um, only on vinyl so I've, I've released like a thousand copies of, of the bunny racket vinyl and that was really just so i could just for personal satisfaction to get some of the music out to people that helped me put it together and um but digitally it hasn't been released and that is because uh, i'm still pitching this series to networks sure so until that series has got a home the uh, the album is part of that series so i can't release that without jeopardizing yeah i understand series. Yeah. so it's kind yep. of this yeah i mean it's it's such a patience game. Now I'm so patient with it. It feels like I recorded that album 20 years ago now. But um, I'm just kind of, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting for the right home for it all. Uh, I guess there's a, there's a time frame on that as well. Like if it ends up being, you know, another couple of years till that does its thing, then I might just release the record and, and keep on tracking that way.
0: Yeah, sure. Has, has the response been pretty good?
1: The response has been great, but it's how I want to do it is is pretty costly, and as far as uh, money in uh, to, for kids' content in across the board is usually pretty slim, um, and I'm just not I'm not sort of compromising so much with it all because I just really believe in it, and I think it's really important that 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 the the kids that get involved in Bunny Racket get to experience really high production, good looking shows that their parents are going to really get into as well. And if I just cut corners and shoot it all in a white room with, you know, it's just not going to have the same effect.
2: I'm a tiny little bee. Yeah, look at
0: that idea that you you sort of having to do this, play this patience game, and then obviously you've got all this music pouring out of you. I mean, is are the live shows? I mean, are they are they satisfying that yeah. patience? I mean, are they filling that gap, or are you just sort oh, if of there really... was no
1: live show? would be it would be Mm-mm. I'd find it difficult. But there's instant satisfaction playing to kids and winning mm. kids over, winning crowds over, mm. and just going, "This is great!" And um, then you've got a whole bunch more people following the journey. Mm. Feel, it makes you feel stronger and like it gives you more yeah. energy to keep keep the thing rolling.
0: Is it is it vastly is 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 have you approached this vastly different to your own personal career or sorry as as an adult musician?
1: Yeah, I've I've probably taken it more seriously. <laughs> yeah, right. To be honest. <laughs> It's got a bit more weight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's interesting. That's good. Yeah. That's
1: good. You know, to to some degree, like on on one level, I have, and on other levels, it's the opposite. But um, but definitely, you know, I'm sticking sticking to my guns because mm-hmm. I feel like this is a a good thing. A good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, look on behalf of everyone who um is listening, mate, I, I am completely wholeheartedly agree with you. This is a good thing, and it's definitely worth sticking to. And um, you know, it, it's it's nice. The one thing that's really lovely about doing all these podcasts is is talking about that that shift and that wave that's happening is we everyone generally really everyone really cares about what they're doing and like you're saying I mean everyone's sort of presenting a very different concept or product or music Which is great you know, but um but everyone's everyone really believes in it because I think that's kind of the only way you can do stuff for kids you know well that's the only way you can do it genuinely I think kids can see through the bullshit pretty easily. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And to be honest, if the kids latch onto the bullshit, you're stuck with it too, pal.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So you want to make it pretty good. It's so
0: true because you might be doing it for another You'll be 20 stuck years.
1: stuck in the car listening to that. <laughs>
0: That's such a good call. Um, all right, Andy. Well, look, mate, it really is awesome. And I really appreciate you taking the time to fill us in and give us a bit more insight on the whole shebang, mate. But, um, yeah, thank you again for for chatting to me it's today. A pl- it's a pleasure, mate. Anytime. If you'd like to know more about Bunny Racket, then you can go to the website at www.bunnyracket.com. And of course, for more Parent Time goodness, you can go to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, ask people questions.